Hello, everyone. This is Jay Alejandro with the Creative Drive podcast. I'd like to welcome you to the program, a showcase of poetry and flash fiction by writers from all walks of life. Today, we feature the work of Stephen Rossi. Here's a few words from the author. As a writer, I could never, ever in a million years imagine I could have become a writer. In fact, I studied business in college and currently work in the federal consulting space. I came to writing after taking one, yep, just one, creative writing class my sophomore year of college. I originally came to writing during a dark time in my life when I was using journaling as a way to better understand the constant stream of thoughts flowing through my mind. As I continued to write, I realized what a power I felt in being able to not only shape the flow of my thoughts, but also see the concepts I had written about take shape in my day to day. As a spiritual person, much of my work revolves around exploring philosophical and spiritual, and often religious, concepts. Much of my poetry explores and blurs the border between mundane and transcendental, and is often shaped by the fact I am a practicing Buddhist. Thank you so much for submitting your work, Stephen, to the Creative Drive podcast. And now, three poems by Stephen Rossi. A look into us. I write letters in tongue about the man who mirrors my unknowing and gambles on the odds of seeing myself. I was born of ontology the day he asked me, do you like the way you look, while aiming our mirror to the light of another day. I father faith and precepts in the images looking back at me, each possible and true in its own light. With logs in my eyes, I call him religion and worship from a temple of shards, etching my misspellings of perfection into its better shadows. Just as God kept nightfall the day he created light. Collections For what are your possessions but things you keep and guard for fear you may need them tomorrow? Khalil Gibran The sky is cleansing itself today and the patch of grass collects its droplets into puddles the size of morning, soon to be memory come afternoon. The squirrels run from one side of the yard to the other looking for shelter while carrying bits of nuts and seeds the size of cheek. The pigeons follow suit, nestling into the breast of the tree rooted a few arms from my window. Their makeshift home no larger than the few twigs they gathered when the sun rose gray. I am one with them, just an animal running over the few inches of space that lie between my swinging feet and the hardwood floors as I shelter on my couch under my roof, appreciated for their dryness only when it rains. The painting I hung last downpour is once again a centerpiece, delighting in my homecoming as it showed me every detail my attention locked away. When I was out on sunny days, collecting memories like 
Once I watched my favorite poet drink from the darkest clouds until her fingers became waterfalls, filling my well with perspective and metaphors I kept tucked away next to the dualities I had yet to understand. Then I recalled learning warmth, listening to the bright of my day. As he told me his hopes and dreams of being seen as someone who does right in the world. Someone that would want nothing more than to swing open my door. Call to the squirrels, birds, and grass alike. Tell them to come inside and make me a home. Out of this roof, hardwood floors, couch, and even the painting I hung so he could fill their wells and show them warmth. But the squirrels continue to run, the birds continue to rest, and I am still one with the couch. My feet continue to sweep the air, inching closer and closer to the moment I'd give all of it away, ready to recollect on the next sunny day. Directions when the path ahead berates you. Number one, speak with soft hands and spells. Unravel your fists and watch the fingers freefall. Tell them of magic and watch them line forgiveness on the numb of your ear. Number two, leave your skin tucked into last night's new moon. Rip up the bills and all your big plans and the to-dos and reorder the scraps into new beginnings until you recognize the words looking back at you. Number three, Fill the tank until it's overflowing like dawn over yesterday. Then slam the gas until the road starts to sing operas of blazed rubber. Number four. Be weary of the doubt rooted in your ravines. Head up as high as you can go. Scale a mountain or three until the earth bleeds into the sky while you listen to the altitude teach you to speak anew. Number five, say a little prayer to remember all you've passed by. Though forgetting and leaving grow in the same garden, they do not nourish us the same. When harvesting, one leaves us endlessly hungry, while the other prepares the soil for the seasons to come. Number six. To truly quench your thirst, drink from the lake where life converges. Nourish yourself in the paradise of now as innocently as the foxes and deer. Scoop from your reflection a drop at a time until you remember it's nothing more than a life passing as fragile as a tide. And as you watch the water looking back at you, ask yourself, did I ever leave? 